Welcome to our fourth installment of Cracking Open the Podcast, brought to you by the Sage Circle. In this series, I interview Sage Circle members to find out about their intuitive journey and development. Today's guest is Daniela, an energy healer and mom. Daniela shares with us what it was like growing up as a highly sensitive child and not understanding what was happening to her energetically, and the pivotal moment later in life when she was guided to the knowledge she needed to finally understand her intuition. Also, how she was able to use that knowledge to hone her intuition and as a result, help others. Let's jump into Cracking Open. Welcome back to Cracking Open the podcast. I am here with Daniela. Daniela, thank you so much for coming on here with me. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I am too. I was so excited when I got your email. I was like, yes, <laughs> this is going to be good. Uh, let's jump right on in and tell me a little bit about when did your intuition start? Was it always there? Did Was there an opening for you? How did that flow? This is kind of, it, it was kind of like a, an evolutionary process for me. I think I was first really aware of my inf- in, intuition as a child, but I didn't know what it was. Um, I wasn't like having these crazy like psychic experiences or communicating with ghosts or I didn't have like 10 imaginary friends or anything like that. But I will say that I was probably a little bit more aware and sensitive to energy than the people who were around me, like my family. And of course, now I know that it was energy that I was sensing, but at the time I had no idea how to explain it. I had no like framework for what it was and what I could basically call it or how I could explain it to like my parents and all of that sort of stuff. So I guess I was really super empathic and tuned into the subtlest of changes in people, in the environment. Um, And these changes and these feelings would really kind of rattle me. They would upset me because I kind of feel like the cornerstone of childhood is feeling secure, right? And these feelings, not being able to explain them and not being able to have the people I loved validate them for me made me feel insecure. So I would say that situations that stand out to me is that like, I remember times where many times where I would like come out of my bedroom at night and I would go up to my mom and I would just start crying. And I would say, mom, like, I feel things. I feel things are changing. Something's changing. And she would just look at me um, and she would be like, you know, Danielle, no, like not, I don't, you know, she didn't know how to take that or what it meant um, because in her mind, nothing was changing. And she didn't think anything was going to be changing in the foreseeable future. And so I just really had a hard time trying to explain what I was feeling. I could just sense that something was going to happen or that I don't, I don't even really, I still have a hard time explaining it. It, it was just like this shift, right? And it was mm-hmm. so tiny, but I think over time, I really kind of blocked it. Uh, once I got to my teenage years, I had a very normal teenage time. I, I didn't have I blocked the the feelings and the emotions that were coming through and I was able to concentrate on other things. So my teenage years were really normal and not an issue at all for me. I, I remember like 
thinking back to my childhood and being like, oh yeah, that was weird, but like, I'm not going through that now. So we can just, you know, (laughs) we don't even have to talk about it. We're good. So mom really um, did what moms do and just tried to comfort you, probably seeing you as a small child, being concerned about something that she couldn't see was there or the shift that wasn't happening, trying to reassure you that you were okay while you were just trying to figure out why everything felt different when it wasn't in that moment or that you felt that that change was coming. Yeah. Yeah, That makes a lot of sense. And I think it was really confusing to her as well as a parent, you know, to not be able to help with that. Yeah. Little, a feeling of a little bit of helplessness. I know there's a lot of parents out there that have had that where their kids sense more than they do. And, and it's like, okay, what do I do with this? What do I handle? So normal high school, normal teen years tell me about something significant then that happened to kind of wake you up a little bit so I would I think that's when I moved and out of state to go to college and I was my normal self I pledged a sorority I was active I was social but after my first year I found myself becoming holding a lot of social anxiety right I just, all of a sudden I was, I never had social anxiety prior to this. And all of a sudden it really hit out of nowhere and I was very confused by it. And I didn't know, again, I found myself in a situation where I didn't know how to explain what I was experiencing. I just, I didn't know how to move forward with it. It got really bad anytime I was in large groups of people. And that was because I was, I was literally like an energetic sponge. I had no idea how to protect myself. It was extremely exhausting. And so I started to really avoid social situations and spend more time by myself just so that I didn't have to experience those feelings. But then in my last year of college, I was sitting and I was watching TV, just a random, with no purpose behind it. And the show came on and there was a woman who was helping spirits pass over. And she explained her views on spirituality and on energy. And something about what she was saying, just it resonated so deeply within me. Like I instantly got this knowing deep down that this would explain things for me that I needed to pay attention. And right after that, I got up and I walked down to Boston Public Library and I checked out every book I could find on the topics that she was speaking about. And that was really when it it first hit me that this was about energy. This was about my intuition. And this was when I started actively taking a part in my spiritual awakening. And that was about 10 years ago at this point. And it's just kind of continued to evolve over time since then. That was a really wise move. <laughs> that was really wise. So you strike me as the person that sometimes when there's fear and discomfort and you don't know why, it's the knowledge that helps. I mean, it's just like, okay, if I can understand what's going on behind this. And that's really so true for energy because so many people experience things that are energetic and we're not taught what that is. There's not like, you know, an instruction manual given to everyone that's six years old. And (laughs) to say, when you feel this, it's this, when you feel this, it's this. And it's not concrete either. Yeah. 
definitely it was very very confusing for me you know and it's interesting to look back and say like as a child I was feeling this and then as a, a young adult I was feeling this and still even with all of the gap in eight like years between me I still hadn't had an experience in life that could account for what was happening you know what I mean like it wasn't until you know I I figure it was a divinely um led yeah. moment that was, was like a moment where, yeah where they said to you listen to this person speak <laughs> yes. yes this is important for you you need this definitely and then moving forward you've now absorbed all the books <laughs> and you've got a, a a concept to start working off of where did you go from there so I really just I would say so you hit it right on the head there with the I need the information I I I seek the educational resources to make me feel better because I feel like if I have the information, I can make more educated decisions and it does create that security for me that I felt like I didn't have so often, like growing up with these situations going on around me. So I really just spent a lot of time educating myself and really um, looking for mentors, trying to join communities to really just help myself grow and let it evolve naturally on its own, not feeling like I had to suppress it or put it into this like bubble or define it for myself. I just wanted to give myself what I felt I needed to let it grow. So instead of boxing up what was happening to you and setting aside when you could, because, mm -hmm. you know, energetically you can't all the time. Now you were able to take what was happening and witness it and watch it and learn from it and adapt to it really yes a hundred percent was there a moment then moving forward that you had intuitively that really solid like solidified it was there something that you experienced so you know this 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 one's hard for me because i, I feel like a lot of people ask me this question and I don't feel like I can actually recall any crazy standout moment regarding my intuition that was like, hello, like, you know, <laughs> red flashers. The way it evolved for me and opened up slowly over my entire lifetime, you know, I, as a child, I did have this, but I wouldn't say that it got like more intense, more intense, you, you know, it just, it evolved slowly over time. And that, that evolution has been really amazing to me because I think spirit and my higher self really took account and stock of how I would handle things in this human form and what my nervous system was really calibrated to. Yeah. And they have really respected that and haven't shocked me with anything because that would have probably scared me and caused me to really shut down and move away from my path and my development. You know, if I woke up in the middle of the night and saw grandma hanging at the end of my bed, I probably would have freaked out. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just being honest. And I think that they knew that as well. But I will say that following my intuition, I was led to start using my connection and my energy capabilities to help others. And that has been totally life-changing. And I mean, it's been challenging too, but if I had shut down my intuition, I wouldn't currently be working as an energy healer. And I, I don't know, you know, ultimately the entire ride itself has been so eye-opening. So I don't know that there's been one specific thing that really 
caused it. But I just, when I take a step back and I look at the whole process, I really am like amazed by it and how well suited it was for me. I think that is so well said because it's so true. It's so true. And intuition is so connected to personality and our guides never give us what we can't handle. And, you know, for me, if it, if I opened up the same way you opened up, I don't think I would have pursued it or paid attention every day. Like you did, you know, you were, you know, consistent and I, I lacked that consistency back in the day. And I also needed kind of bigger pushes. I'm just going to be honest. I needed that. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this now kind of thing. Whereas you were on board on the path throughout. And so that also speaks to what happens when we are on board on our path throughout. It's more gentle and it's a little bit easier to navigate. Can you tell me a little bit about the work you do? So I'm an, an energy healer. I am certified in Reiki, um, Yusui Reiki and Angel Reiki. And my business is called Intuitive Energy Healing. So that kind of explains it for itself. And I just really figured that I could use this gift that I was given to help other people. And I think ultimately that this whole process is what was leading me to this, you know, being able to feel the energy has been so beneficial you know, it may have seemed hard for me, but it's been so beneficial for other people that I could do this. You know what I mean? So when I look at it like that, I really am grateful that I have this opportunity to, to work with people and help them heal and just really get in there and, and help them figure out where they're holding these energetic blocks and where the energy feels stagnant and icky and all that sort of stuff. And, and my intuition guides me on it. My empathic abilities and my intuition are the best of friends. They, I cannot separate them. They work hand in hand on everything. So yeah. I absolutely love that to be able to uh, utilize something that is a natural part of you to make a difference in someone else's life. That's got to be very fulfilling. Definitely. And it's fulfilling now that I'm in it, but I must be honest, like the process of it it was scary and I didn't know where I was going. And had I not really listened to those gentle nudges and stuff like that, I could have spent a lot of additional time really stressing myself out and figuring out like what it was, but I really tapped in and with the help of you as well. And, and the whole, you know, Sage community, like just learning how to quiet everything else down and focus and listen to spirit and, and our guides has been super fulfilling and helped me get to where I am today. That is awesome. So not only is there the benefit of of being able to help others and make a difference in other people's lives, feeling more confident and comfortable yourself, what are some of the other benefits in life life, like in your human life, as a result of being able to hone your intuition? Uh, Well, it makes being a mom a lot easier. Tell me about that. I I think my intuition upped a whole other level when I became a mother, knowing that I was tuned in before so that I could explain what was happening throughout my pregnancy and how I was getting more hits and just more divinely led and stuff like that. it, It just, it was, it was great. It was like having a partner there next to me all the time who knew what I was going through and could help support me. And I overall aside aside you know motherhood aside 
I would say that going through this process has really helped me take ownership of a lot of things in my life. I mean, ownership of my experiences, ownership of my abilities. I trust myself and my inner guidance so much more than I used to, which is just an absolutely amazing feeling. You know, it, it, it really, it goes throughout all facets of your life. It really gets in there. So it's just great. And what does that look like for you when you're following your inner guidance in your day-to-day life? Do you stop and check in? Is it something that just automatically like stops you from going this way and pushes you the other? How does that look for you? I have a lot of claircognizance. So a lot of it is just knowing and getting these thoughts that I don't know where they come from, but I just know, like I know, like I know, and that. I can't go against it, right? So like it's, I'm not necessarily always stopping throughout the day to check in because I don't have time. I have a two-year-old running around, you know, I'm running a household and all of that stuff. But I have learned to pay attention to the things that I would have used to ignore. I can pay attention to physical senses on my body that I would have just said, oh, that was just an itch or a tingle or something like that. Yep. And I really pay attention to the thoughts that come in, how they come through. If there's emotion behind them, I can really kind of figure out whether it's ego driven or if it's, you know, intuitive and divinely led so that I've been able to just kind of just utilize it in my life across all, like I said, facets and just not really... I don't take this crazy amount of time. I think people have this misconception that in order to really tap into yourself and honor your intuition and have a spiritual practice that you need to set aside all of this time to do that. And that's, it's not true. Do we get better at it from meditating and allowing ourselves to have that time? Of course, but ultimately we're humans and we have to live in this world under these constraints and, and with linear time and all of that sort of stuff. So we have to just use it with how it works best for us. Exactly. And I've always found it to be more powerful in raising our daily vibration, using it little bits here and there as a part of, you know, the same thing. I'm going to grab my keys. I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to go do this. I'm also going to listen to those small signs that come through, I've always found that to be a lot more empowering than twice, like ignoring it the rest of the week, but twice a week, I'm going to sit down for an hour and meditate and see if I get anything. So that's, that's awesome. Well, that leads me to talk to you about the uh, sage circle then, because that was, that's part of the sage circle is a place that people can check in daily or check in weekly or connect in different ways. You're a sage circle member. What is the one thing in the circle that you've really been drawn to or that's really resonated with you? I honestly, I just like the community. I like having the Facebook group because that ultimately is the greatest asset. Like we talked about earlier, knowing that there are other like-minded people out there who have been through similar circumstances is absolutely priceless. And having a place where you can go to for support without judgment. That's the key. That's the key point here um, is really kind of a ama- an amazing thing because, you know, you can say, oh, my family is very supportive, but if they're not experiencing it or going through it, 
you can't help but feel like there's a little bit of judgment behind it, um, what you communicate to them. And a spiritual awakening process is, and personal development in general can be really isolating and lonely. So having a community is absolutely awesome. And the vibe is so high. I, I just, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. I find myself, you know, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to step away. I'm going to go uh, hike and bike for two days and, and take a break from work. And I miss work because I miss the circle. <laughs> it's like, I miss the vibration of everyone in yeah. there. So that's, awesome. I don't know how you did it because I've been a member of other like spiritual groups and stuff like that. And really the community is awesome. It's just, I don't know. I'm not quite, I, I, I do know it's not me. Yeah. It's, it's me saying to my guides, all right, just tell me what steps to take. If I'm going to make a decision, I typically check in with them or I typically check in with my body. You know, is this a yes? Is this a no? And I follow it even in those odd times where it's like, okay, my brain says I should do this, Yeah. but this is what, what's being told to me. So it's really very much guide led, which is really cool. Now for everyone out there listening, yeah. And thank you so much for sharing your experience because I, I know people are listening, nodding their heads going, yep, yep, this is me. What piece of advice would you have for them on their spiritual journey? I would say just not to discount yourself or your experiences just because you can't explain what is happening to you. I mean, that was a big theme throughout my entire process was just not being able to explain it and to really learn how to be comfortable with trusting yourself and knowing that how you experience your gifts and your intuition is completely unique to you. So not to compare it and let it flow in whatever way it wants to without expectation or pressure. Just really have faith in yourself and your connection. Let That's, it be natural. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot, there was going through the process, there was a lot of like self-doubt and, you know, oh, but this doesn't look the way I've been taught it looks. Like, you know, we have this idea that to be psychic or to be tapped in or to be intuitive, it has to look like how it looks in the movies or in the books and the media. And, and from even like the psychics who are really renowned, like make it seem like this is what it's supposed to look like. And no, I mean, your intuition is a God-given gift and you're, it's a birthright. You're allowed to have it. You're allowed to develop it. And just because it doesn't look like somebody else's path doesn't mean that it isn't just as valid, if not more. I don't, I don't think I could have said that better. Thank you. Thank oh, you for that. Okay. Because there are people that need to hear it. And I think that that's part of everyone coming together and, you know, the vibration increasing and things like that as well. It's just wonderful words of wisdom. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank and you. thanks for joining me here. Yes. I'm so happy to have been here and to be able to share my experience. It was awesome. Well, I, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for sharing it with everyone as well. Thanks, Daniela. You're welcome, Bo.